Hey guys, and welcome to The Drop-Off, a daily podcast between father and son about life, sports, and everything in between. Today is um, Tuesday, but we will be doing our recap of the first three days of the NBA playoffs. So, what do you think of the playoffs so far? Well, first, don't we need to give a little explanation for why people haven't heard for us, from us in like two weeks? Yes. So... The reason why y'all haven't heard from us in a while was because, so, on Sunday last week, my dad crushed his phone. Like, crushed it. And he didn't just get a new phone until, like, Wednesday, and by then we decided not to record for Wednesday because on the last two days, the last two days that week, we wouldn't have had a podcast, we wouldn't have a podcast anyways because I wasn't going to school for a very long, unnecessary, extended um, Easter break. <coughs> yeah, huge bummer. Um, this, so when he says Sunday, he means like not two days ago, but nine days ago. So basically I accidentally left my phone. Well, I left my phone on my tailgate kind of without thinking about it. And then I forgot to pick it back up. And then when I closed the tailgate of my car, it actually smashed my phone in between the tailgate and the body of my car completely crushing it and sadly I had like I think three or four podcast episodes that I hadn't uploaded yet on my phone and so we lost those episodes and then like Nathaniel said he's been off school for about five straight days and so today's the first day we're going back to school after Easter holiday had a wonderful wonderful Easter weekend we did Monday Thursday Good Friday and Easter Sunday services at our church they were so wonderful thank you so much to all those at the sanctuary church who are listening who helped out and made it such a special and memorable week for all of us Uh, but now we're back and hopefully we got about six weeks left in the semester and hopefully gonna have six weeks less six weeks left of quality podcast programming all right kicking it back to nathaniel that's late um i need it text late you you're right in front of me but um so let's kick it off with the playoffs so on day one um we the playoffs started off with um a game between dallas and the jazz right so let's just talk about the game that we watched. Um, so we watched some of the Celtics Nets game, and that one was down to the wire. I mean, it was the first buzzer beater ever hit by a hit by a um, Celtics player since 2010, and that was Paul Pierce. So yeah, it was crazy. So <coughs> around like by the end of the third quarter, the Celtics had. Like built up like a 13 point lead but the Nets erased that completely by like halfway through in the second quarter fourth quarter and after that it was just back and forth Kyrie against the Celtics and it was very fun to watch yeah I would say this is easily <laughs> easily going to be the best first round series of the playoffs maybe one of the best first round series ever I mean the truth of the matter is the Nets are not a seven seed or traditional seven seed right and it was so confusing that i don't know if you heard about this i think you briefly mentioned it to me but the las vegas sports books were so confused about how to treat this game that one sports book had actually you're saying the nets Nets as the favorite like pretty big favorite too and another sports book at the very same time had the celtics at the favorite and that's what sports betters call free money 
because literally you could bet on both teams. Bet on the Nets at one sports book, bet on the Celtics at the other sports book, and you are guaranteed to make money. So for about two hours, that was the case before, I think it was Caesar Sportsbook that originally had the Nets uh, as the favorite and so much money started pouring in that they're like, whoa, wait a second. And they ended up changing the Celtics. But if you were lucky for about two hours, you could make like, I think it was like 15, maybe 15% back on your bet or maybe 8%. So let's say you bet uh, $1,000 on the Nets and $1,000 on the Celtics, you could have made 150 bucks, guaranteed, no matter who won. So, and that, that, that's a hilarious situation. Uh, that doesn't happen very often. Uh, I wonder if anybody bet like a million dollars or something like that because the money was guaranteed. But uh, the game itself pretty, pretty much showed why this series is going to be so hard to predict. Because when you have KD and Kyrie on the team, on the other team, uh, despite the Celtics being a great team with a great defense, uh, you never know what could happen in game to game. And so I'm really excited for it. Are they playing tonight? They're pl- I think they're playing tomorrow night because they're talking about on the podcast how this the schedule of the series like is very favored towards like um, Ben Simmons because of the way it's like you get two days off at the beginning and then one day off at the end. Yeah, I don't. His Ben Simmons. Okay, what do you think the chances are actually that Ben Simmons returns in this series? I think that there's like a. 30% chance that he returns if there's a game seven. But if he returns, I'm like, what is he going to look like? This is, it's been such a weird saga with the Ben Simmons whole debacle in Philly and the injury reports or kind of lack of reports. I mean, obviously we, there's something wrong with his back, but has he been rehabbing all year and only now he's just getting back to the point where he can see time on the court? Um, If that's true, then... I might ra- raise it, but um, <coughs> I don't think he would be at a point where he's like good enough on defense to contribute and like raise it that far enough to beat the Celtics. Yeah, I mean, he would be a great if he is healthy. Though he would be a great option to put on uh, Jason Tatum for defense. What about other games? Um, of thoughts on other games or other matchups that we've seen? What do you think about that Timberwolves kind of surprising upset of the Memphis Grizzlies? We saw that the Grizzlies were the number two um, favorite in terms of all the series, like the second biggest favorite, but they ended up dropping game one in Minnesota. Are you hitting the panic button if you're the Grizzlies? Well, I'm cheering for Minnesota because if they win, I get a I sell $500 card. So, um... I'm definitely cheering for the Grizzlies, but um, if not, if or the Timberwolves. So um, I'm just hoping for a good series, and I think that Minnesota could really cause problems for um, Memphis. I mean, Patrick Beverly um, in the other podcast we were listening to, he um, John Morant got like injured all three ga- all four games this season, and I think it's going to be a really good matchup. Yeah, I mean, Anthony Edwards just exploded, and basically, I don't, Memphis might not have any answers for Anthony Edwards. I mean, he said, uh, I think they said that he's had basically Memphis's number the entire season, and it really seems like he's kind of stepping into his own. Like, he, he's not afraid of the moment, so he had a huge play-in game, huge game in game one. Um, and so it really seems like he's kind of taken over as kind of the main offensive engine of their team, and Kit Kat's kind of in a more complimentary role. 
And so it'll be interesting to see how Memphis bounces back. I think Jaron Jackson did not have a great game by any standards, was in foul trouble, and wasn't able to be on the court very that long. And so hopefully, hopefully he can stay on the court, and uh, game two will be, um, you know, for Memphis fans at least. We know a lot of people from Memphis and a lot of Grizzlies fans, so for their sake – uh, hopefully it's a better game, but like Nathaniel said, he's cheering for the Timberwolves now. What about in the other series? So we got uh, we got Philly, Philly going up 2-0, and we got Golden State going up 2-0. None of those f- first two games really being that close. Do you think this is game over for both the Nuggets and uh, the Raptors? I don't think it's game over for the Raptors. Um, I think that the Nuggets are going to lose whether they win one game or two, one or two games or win zero. I don't know, but I think they're going to lose the series going down 2-0. But um, everyone was saying this is the time for the um, Raptors to shine now that it's in Toronto and they don't have Thibel. So I think that that's really going to empower their offense and help them. The problem is Scotty Barnes is injured. Right, He's got an ankle sprain, I think. And so he didn't play in game two, and I'm not sure what the timetable is for his return. But he might not be playing for Game 3 either. So regardless of what you have, I think um, Toronto not having Scotty Barnes is way big of an impact for Toronto negatively than Philly not having Matisse Tybel. Tyrese Maxey has been a revelation in the playoffs thus far. Uh, easily the 76ers' second-best player. Now the question is, how far can you go if Tyrese Maxey is your second-best player? But he's been playing lights out. Uh, we still haven't really seen James Harden. Um, I don't know if he's not fully healthy. Maybe that's the reason, but it seems like he's completely unable to score in the uh, kind of half court now, kind of in the two point two point land. And everyone's basically calling on the Raptors to force James Harden to score and not to help off of shooters because, like, he's a great passer. And it's kind of weird to say this, but it's like make James Harden score, right? Make him put the ball in the bucket, especially as he's driving in, and don't. I remember. Do you remember that series versus the Spurs, where the Spurs were just like, the whole lesson was don't foul James Harden, and it was like completely comical about how they would be guarding him with like their hands never swiping down, their hands completely up. That's basically what the Raptors need to do. Don't foul James Harden. Make him score. Make him beat you at the basket. That worked. Yeah. I mean, that series versus Spurs was one of his greatest. Where Ginobili blocked James Harden three at the end was like kind of one of the huge black marks on James Harden's playoff record of which admittedly there are quite a few um, Warriors the matchup is just terrible for the Nuggets I know Jokic is going to win the MVP but other teams going to flame out in the first round which oh, is yeah. pretty disappointing congratulations to Marcus Smart for winning the DPOY first um, offensive first guard to ever win it since um, Gary Payton in like 1996 yeah we're going to have a lot of awards chatter uh particularly as the awards start coming out. The finalists for all the major awards were announced recently, and I think they're probably going to announce the winners uh, kind of one by one or every every couple of days. And so we'll, hopefully we'll have a chance to kind of talk